Summit Lighthouse brings you practical spiritual answers and is the open door to sacred mysteries. These teachings, delivered by Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet, are compelling, thought-provoking, and timeless. Here are your hosts, Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. And hello, mystics and masters in the making. You're tuned to The Open Door. This is the online voice of the Summit Lighthouse where we publish, promote, and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters and where we invite you to awaken to the light within. I'm Tom Schumacher. I'm Terry Kennedy. And I'm Sid Bennett. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. You know, um, we've been exploring uh, false teachers and false teachings for the last couple of weeks, and we continue that series today. And it's one of those uh, interesting kind of topics where uh, this is where you, you have to become dependent upon the Holy Spirit to really kind of know the difference. Because Jesus said that in the last days, these false teachers, these sheep, wolves in sheep's clothing would come along, you know, speaking great thoughts and having, you know, creating great wonders and everybody would kind of want to believe them because they were so magnetic and influential and inspirational, etc. So we wanted to kind of make this point, a couple of points, we'll probably make it many times over. When you encounter a false teacher or a false teaching, there is a sense of them wanting you to be dependent upon their leadership, their doctrine, their practice, their process. The Ascended Masters want you to become independent. They want you to become independent of everything but your God consciousness. Sit under your own vine and fig tree. Exactly. And that, that, that's a huge difference to make. And we want to stress that point because when you're in the, in the grips of a decision, perhaps, or a dilemma concerning whether or not a teaching is true, you depend upon the Holy Spirit. You depend upon your own sitting upon, you know, under your vine and fig tree. And if you have a guru or a teacher like the Ascended Masters, you can depend upon them to give you what they can. So you can become, in fact, independent. And, and these things can be very subtle, Tom, because, um, you know, we're, I, I knew early on that I was not going to make my ascension this life without help um, in the sense of understanding the teachings, understanding the path. Uh, the violet flame, of course, is a great gift to us because of the balancing of karma. In other words, it's very difficult to, to, to make your ascension on your own, and that's why so people are making it, you know. And, and But since the lowering of the the karma balancing to 51% from 100 at least in, to make your ascension. All these things come together. But there are so many, if you will, snares or traps on the path um, of climbing this mountain finally to get home to God. That's where you need the ascended masters and their guidance. So, yes, they want you to sit under your own vine and fig tree, but they also want you to understand that this path is something you need to understand. It's not just inherently obvious how you walk this path. They walked it. They know what can happen to people. They know what past momentums we have from other lifetimes that could threaten to trip us up. So you're walking with the masters, but they don't do it for you. You have to do it yourself. Well, last week, and of course in many other shows too, we've stressed the importance of discernment. That there's a point at which you have to understand that you may not know what you don't know. And discernment is something you practice. You don't simply acquire it by reading a book. It's something you have to do every day. You've got to put the the truth to the test, as it, as it were. And I think one of the things we mentioned last week, and again, we have mentioned this before, is that the masters will ask you, they'll tell you, you may challenge the light here. Don't just take it for granted. Challenge it. Ask me to show you my light. I think it's a remarkable thing. It's the remarkable difference between the a true teacher, the a true ascended master, and the false teacher. Exactly. And so I think it, it's not something to be overwhelmed with, but it's an understanding. Because sometimes, you know, People have hooks, if you will, from false teachers from other embodiments. And so they've got a memory of this at some level of their being. And so when they, re- in, they encounter this person in this embodiment, 
um, something's triggered, and they may think it's, well, this is the guy for me, or girl for me, so to speak, in terms of a teacher. Sure. But you can see how how mm-hmm. difficult it is without the Holy Spirit, without that guidance, to get waylaid and tripped up. And so it's not where you just say, I'm, you know, I don't know, so I'm going to stay in my room, so to speak. But you have to challenge the energies, challenge the vibration, and ask God to show you. You don't have to be infilled with the Holy Spirit totally to have a gift of discernment from the Holy Spirit. You could call to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, give me the discernment on this path of this teaching. And, of course, you have to remember you just can't go necessarily by the contents of the teaching because the false teachers will have a lot of truth in what they have to say, a very high percentage of truth. But there is a subtlety there that um, you can get tripped up on if you're not careful. So it's very, very important that you continue to search for God, search for the truth, search for your path, but be aware, you know, there's other things out there besides the truth. Well, I think, again, we stressed this point before that the false teacher will have a tendency to praise you, will kind of want to polish your ego, you know, kind of put a shine on it. And if you sense that, that's probably not where you want to go. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's there's common courtesy, but if suddenly, you know, you're you know, Terry, did you know who you were uh, 10,000 years ago? No, I don't, you know, but if, but if <laughs> you, so, were, you were the, you know, the oracle at Delphi or something, you know, I mean, in other words. In other words, a false teacher might say, oh, Terry, you were a great so-and-so yeah, yeah. In, in a you previous You have a tremendous life. momentum and da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. You're a great person. <laughs> <laughs> but the understanding is that, you know, the masters typically don't reveal past lives to people. No. Why don't they do that? Because people want to go relive that life. That's right. And they want to live on, let's, let's say it's even true who they were somebody special. You know, what you did yesterday is just because you did something, you know, 5,000 years ago or 500 years ago doesn't mean you're, you're on the threshold of eternity here. No. You know, people can go back and forth. And I, I, if I just may, you know, Mrs. Prophet gave a lecture, uh, was it Nine Cats, Nine Lives? Yeah. yeah. About embodiments of people. And she traced the soul of Al Capone. And Al Capone had been a saint in some lifetimes. So, amazing. Well, he was beatified by the Catholic Church. Yeah. yeah. So, so you can see what can happen here. You can go back and forth. So, um, and the other side of the coin is falling about your past lives can be very difficult because what if you were somebody that did a great deal of harm? <laughs> you don't want to maybe so know that. So let God give you your past lives. Don't let someone else tell you about your past well, lives. Well, and if, if you were a king in a past life, would you bring forward? It's not your crown. It's your karma. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, so. And there's no sense in wasting this embodiment, studying who you were in a previous embodiment. Yeah, Just leave it alone. That's spinning your wheels. Yeah. You have an assignment for this. So, in other words, don't if that's a fault, that's a sign for you. If if the masters don't run and tell you how wonderful you are, they're, they of course they love us. They give us opportunity. They bring us the teachings, but they know we have to make it on our own. We cannot be carried into heaven by anyone else. No, and we're not. As we've said again, we're not here to perfect the human. We're here to become the divine. There's a huge difference between the two. And if somebody is trying to make you feel like you're almost perfect, but you, you know, here's a little bit more room to to move, whatever. Don't listen. <laughs> and I'm thinking, <laughs> or at least question it. We have, if if anyone, any of our listeners want to know how to get the Holy Spirit, we have an ascended master who goes by the name the Maha Chohan, and so he, you can call to the Maha Chohan, which means Great Lord. That's just a kind of a title. It's not probably his real name because those things are secret. But call to the Maha Chohan for the Holy Spirit to flow into you, and like you say, Sid. Does it help you discern? You know? Yeah, to, I mean, God wants us to know the truth. So right. you can, you know, make the prayer and call to Jesus to expose what's going on and so forth. And and you know, there's a lot of there are false, uh, excuse me, 
there are fallen angels that are false teachers, and there's also a lot of people out there that really have good intentions. You know, I think a lot in the Christian church, I mean, they're very dear, sweet souls. They just, you know, they aren't, the teaching that they're bringing forth, which is very traditional, is not the way to your ascension. No. Because it doesn't have the understanding we're supposed to walk in the path of Jesus and so forth. So it takes discernment, and, you know, we don't judge anyone. God is the judge, but nonetheless, you have to know where you put your energy and your light. Well, and we don't want to be sidetracked from our goal here of transmitting our karma and making our ascension. It's easy to get sidetracked. It's easy to take a a left turn here, get into a blind alley, and not realize it until you've wasted maybe five, ten years, maybe a lifetime. Who knows? That does happen. Yeah, where people, they make one decision, and it leads to another, another, another. But as long as you have life and breath, you can change. You can do something, you know. And God, you know, don't believe it because we say it. Believe it because your holy Christ self, because the light within your heart tells you something, the vibration that is true and so forth. And it's okay, you know. I think you pointed out last week, Tom, you made a few missteps in organizations. And the important thing. (laughs) Thank you for being kind. (laughs) The important thing is not that you made mistakes in the past, but that you recognize they were mistakes and you moved on. Exactly. And, and you know, I think when I first was interested in the Teacher Center Master, someone gave me this book, and it was supposedly written by the I Am Presence. And this was a beautiful book. I mean, it was. It was a beautiful book till you got to the second to the last chapter. Yeah. And then they brought in this thing about there are no ascended masters. They're figments of your imagination. Yeah, the shoe dropped. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, that's, so it was 95% correct. Yeah. And so, but then it been very clear to me, it came to me, this is not true. So that's why you have to be careful. Um, and not fearful, but careful. Yeah, and one of the great formulas for helping you to be careful is what Maitreya calls the three Ds, which are discernment, discrimination, and determination. And again, you know, we talk about discernment all the time, being able to tell the truth. Discrimination is to kind of know where to put your energies, and determination is to stick to it. Because one of the aphorisms of the masters is keep on keeping on. This is not an overnight sensation kind of process here. This takes a little bit longer than that. (laughs) Um, you know, I want to go back to the original point we wanted to make, because this is very central to the entire series, and that is that the false teacher, in a nutshell, will want you to one extent or another to become dependent upon him or her. The ascended masters do not want anything but your independence, and there's a huge difference. And one of the things we want to make sure we stress is that what the ascended masters bring to the table is the tools and the ability to facilitate that independence. Exactly. It's an understanding. And, you know, I... Uh, I love teachings of truth, and I, you know, in all the years I sat in the audience when Mrs. Prophet was giving the teaching of the masters and so forth, I mean, there were some most profound teachings that came forth oh. that I never would have thought of in a thousand years, but once I heard them, you know, you knew them to be true. It's the vibration and so forth, and, and you know, you don't become associated with an organization or a teacher for, for decades and not really see what's going on. And I saw what was going on, and the light that was released here, and the teachings were so profound and so deep that, you know, I knew, at least for me anyway, this was this was my path. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's why we're here today talking. Well, and I know, too, you know, Terry, if, if I can kind of tease one of the, in, the concerns you had about this entire subject, mm-hmm. at the end of the program today, in segment four, we're going to talk a little bit about how people, how is it possible that somebody who is immersed in these teachings, has been exposed to the master's, has at their disposal all this great teaching and all these great tools still take a left-hand turn. Yeah. You know, so I I don't want to ask that question now, but I definitely want to please stay tuned for that because we're going to go into that in some detail. And then in the subsequent parts of this series, we're going to talk a bit more about certain false teachings, not just about the, 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 
the aspects of them or the, or the characteristics, but rather some very specific aspects of what they do, how they do it. And really, um, Mrs. Prophet puts them on the cosmic clock. It's an amazing experience. So stay tuned next week and the week after for those because we're going to be digging a bit deeper, not naming names. You may know who they are, but we're going to be careful. It's not important to name the names. It's the energy and it's, it's the, the vibration. It's the vibration yeah. behind it. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's take a short break here. Um, well, I just want to say that what we face every day in our quest for spiritual independence is the weight of darkness, which is, of course, also the title of the show. We're referring, of course, to karma. But anyway, there's more on that. When we come back, please stay with us. We'll be taking a short break. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com At the Summit Lighthouse, our goal is to help you awaken to the light within and discover your real self. Today, thousands of spiritual seekers all around the world are using the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters to make their higher selves a permanent part of their reality. And you can too. The Ascended Masters are the saints and sages of East and West from all major religions and spiritual paths. They have walked where you walk and understand the challenges you face. And their teachings are always practical. By applying the science of the spoken word through verbal prayers called decrees, the masters teach us how to harness the healing power of the violet flame and other spiritual energies to transform our lives and our world. On The Open Door, it is our goal and great joy to bring you Ascended Master teachings that you can apply in your life right now. To learn more about the Summit Lighthouse and the teachings of the Ascended Masters, visit us today at tsl.org and discover how you can awaken to the light within. It's what you're here to do. Remember, tsl.org. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you for staying with us. Today on The Open Door, we're talking about false teachers and false teachings. And one of the things that is very important to understand is that the false teacher wants you to become dependent upon them. The Ascended Masters want you to become independent of everything but your God consciousness. Here's more. The dilemma is the weight of darkness, the weight of false teaching, and the fact that people are trapped. 
Once you're cut free, the Bible prophecy will be fulfilled. Every man shall sit under his own vine and his own fig tree. Your fig tree is your I am presence, and the figs are the fruits of your causal body, your own attainments. And when you can make contact with your I am presence, you can pick that fruit. You can assimilate it. You can eat it in this level, and you can outpicture it, and you can work the miracles that you worked in past ages. Your vine is your Christ consciousness and your crystal cord. You sit under your own Christ consciousness, your own crystal cord, your own fig tree. You have the total source of cosmic consciousness self-contained. But until you can get through the layers and layers and layers of astral consciousness, human effluvia that has been piled upon the soul for a couple of hundred thousand years, you can't be certain that you've made the contact because there are many voices, many vibrations, and you need to become astute to discern the difference between the real self and the not-self, the voices of the astral, the voices of the Christed ones. That's what the Ascended Master's training is all about, to make you independent of the imposters, to make you independent of anything except your own God consciousness. The Ascended Masters do not force their chilas. They allow their chilas to force them, to magnetize them, and thereby magnetize themselves to the higher law of their own being. There is a certain friction that is required for all attainment on the path. There are inconveniences to be borne and perhaps incongruities as you find yourself at times out of alignment with the lever of the law. Chilas must be willing to exert themselves. Exertion is the block and tackle of mind and soul, lifting the weight of darkness that it might become light. And there is a staying power that must needs be tested, a hanging on for life, for breath, for love, for wholeness. I'd like to tell you a little story about Mark Prophet so you can see how the masters are not exactly over-anxious, nor are they possessive of their chilas. Maybe you can remember a false teacher that was possessive of you, that kept you coming back by continually holding out this carrot, you know, keeping you coming on, reaching out for the next thrill, the next contact, the next message from some master who is going to flatter you and tell you all about your mission or tell you all about this or that. Well, Mark was in his teens, and he had been a very devout Christian as a child, brought up by his mother in a small town in the Midwest, his father passed on when he was nine, and his whole life was contacting God, and he worked very hard to help support his mother, even at that age during the Depression. In his search for God, he found himself in various Christian churches, and some of them of the fundamentalist order. He had contact with Moria as a young man in his teens, Moria had contacted him and begun to instruct him for his life's mission. After he got into the fundamentalist movement, he started becoming frightened that perhaps Moria was the devil, because this is what is taught. Anyone aside from God or Jesus is definitely satanic. So he was thoroughly frightened by the concepts of hell and damnation and the thought that he might be betraying Jesus by listening to this master. So the next time Moria appeared to him, he told the master of his concern 
and he asked the master not to come back and not to teach him any longer. The master looked at him with complete benevolence, compassion, and love, not with the sternness you associate with Moria's picture when he comes as the disciplinarian. And he folded his hands, he bowed to Mark, and he said, as you wish, my son, and he withdrew. And he didn't come back for years and years. He didn't come back until Mark had worked through these fundamentalist teachings and other teachings and finally arrived to the place where he called him. And so when Mark called him, he came again and took up where he left off. I would like to know how many false hierarchs, how many of the fallen ones, whether on the astral plane or in embodiment, will graciously bow out when you quietly request them to do so. I have worked with people who have been so tormented by the fallen ones on the astral plane and these fallen ones continually coming to them in their sleep and at night and pounding them and not leaving them alone and telling them that they must do this and they must do that, they must do the next thing, subjecting them to their will, their consciousness. Their tactic is to give you truth mingled with the flattery of your ego until you are so hooked and so trusting in their messages, be it automatic writing or spirit contact or some kind of an appearance or some kind of a voice speaking in your mind. They build up your confidence in them. They make you dependent upon them, utterly enmeshed psychically, and then, maybe years down the line, they will release the false teaching, the one false statement, the one lie that is calculated to tear you from the path permanently. And because you've been following this psychic line and following it, and you've gotten so enmeshed with the identity of this astral being, when the lie comes, even if you know better, even if you've read other books and you know that that's not in keeping with the Master's teachings, when it comes through the source that you trust, to whom you've given actually your soul, you will find some rationalization, some explanation why it must be true, and plunk, down you go. Down into the abyss of the astral. And once that is accomplished, then the false teacher will desert you. It's chewing you up and spitting you out. That's what they do, and they will leave you a wreck on the shores of life. It's what they do to the young people when they get them involved in taking drugs. Once they're hooked, they've got them, they've got their energy, they've dominated them. When it comes time in the life of the individual when he wants to be free, he wants to be whole, he wants to pursue God, will the false teacher help him? He's nowhere in sight. The individual has been had, he's been taken, and there he is, a heap on the shores of life and the guardian angels and the masters are the rescue team who come. And hopefully, if there's anything left to the consciousness of that soul, they can be drawn in to the real teachings of the masters. So, Moria says, 
We write our pearls of wisdom out of engrams of light, out of matrices of the spirit. Paragraph by paragraph, the sacred formula of selfhood unfolds. Man must decipher the formula of life and of living. He must probe. He must read and reread. He must invoke the Holy Spirit, in whose flame is to be found the interpretation of the living word and the multiplication of the loaves and fishes. Numbers are the law that are imparted as the equation of spirit and matter, both between and in the lines of the printed word. We will not spoon-feed our chilas. We expect to be met at least halfway. The oatmeal is on the spoon. <laughs> Let those who are hungry lean forward, take the spoon, and feed themselves. We demand the mind of the chila conform to the mind of God. Hence, our method in the presentation of the law is often after the koan of the Zen masters. We allow the enigma of divine reason to challenge human reason, to force the soul to a new plane, the plane of the rationale of the eternal logos. The eternal logos, the eternal Christ. Well, you know, I was struck by a couple of things there that... Uh, I think are repeating in terms of the patterns that we hear. One of them is that a lot of this is a question of vibration. Mm. That when we are able, our discernment has reached a certain point, we can, through that discernment, recognize a correct vibration, a true vibration from one that's maybe slightly off. And as Mrs. Prophet said, it can be very slight. And you know, there's a difference between a dear soul of light that can't quite express themselves perfectly, so to speak. Um, like all of us, and, um, and and someone that is actually using words as a, you know, in, in treacherous in a way to, to lure and Manip capture the manipulatively, person. Manipulatively, yeah. Yeah, manipulatively. And so that's where, again, the discernment, the vibration comes in. And there's nothing wrong, as you pointed out, Tom, with challenging the vibration, you know. I mean, uh, sometimes it's so clear you just turn and walk away. But it's, you know, I, I remember one situation in my life where, I was involved in something, and, and I kind of got this nagging thing that maybe it wasn't exactly God's will. <laughs> and I made a call. God, if this is not right, you know, extricate me from this situation. And boy, did God answer that in a hurry. <laughs> Faster than I might have liked, I might add. Was, but, was there lightning involved? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, God is your, is your help there. And, you know, you have to be willing to accept the will of God. In other words, you can't make a prayer or something and have in the back of your mind, well, this is what I really want the answer to be. Sure. You know, you have to really let God show you. <laughs> well, I thought it was very interesting, the concept of the heap. You know, the person who's just burnt out, who's followed a false teacher, a false guru, gotten trapped in some manner of being that it was just not the right thing. And the angels and the masters are the rescue team. I know, and, and <laughs> you, so pray, you pray that yeah. there's something left there in this embodiment that yeah. can be rescued. Rekindled, yeah. Because of the, the effect of drugs. And I've got to put in here... Um, you know, marijuana is not a harmless drug. Oh, my gosh, no. If you are on the spiritual path, then you have no part of marijuana. It, the masters have called it the death drug. And um, be aware of that, that these things do impact you, even subtly or whatever. But take no part of those things, because they will draw onto you the negative forces and, and take your life from you. Well, you know, at the risk of getting into that more deeply, <laughs> I think it's a very apt uh, analysis because it's been called a gateway drug. It's been referenced before in terms of behavior. It seems so innocuous. Oh, it's harmless. It's yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've done some really great shows. Yeah, uh, we have done Reverend some. Reverend Duffy uh, yeah. a number of times. Uh, so people, our listeners, can go back and look through the archives for uh, if they want to 
And I think we actually named the name. I think we, we give the M word in one of the titles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. God has everything we need. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it probably goes without saying that our challenge is to overcome our human consciousness. There, I just said it. <laughs> so yeah. now it goes with saying. <laughs> anyway, we'll have more to say about that in just a moment. Please stay with us after a short break. We'll be back. on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Right now, all over the world, Warriors of Light are working tirelessly to defend your soul's opportunity to achieve oneness with God. These spiritual warriors are keepers of the flame, and though few, the power they wield is greater than all of the weapons made by man. Founded by St. Germain in 1961, Keepers of the Flame is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders. When you join, you'll receive a series of lessons that will introduce you to a vast and dynamic spiritual world. See for yourself. Access Lesson 1 right now, completely free. No login required. Simply go to tsl.org slash keepers, and in seconds you could be exploring a whole new world of practical Ascended Master teachings. Lessons are printed or available online for anytime, anywhere access, and anyone can join. Discover your real self and explore your full spiritual potential. Become a Keeper of the Flame today and awaken to the light within. Please visit tsl.org slash keepers and prepare to accelerate. Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And we are back. Thank you again for staying with us on The Open Door. Today we're talking, continuing our series on false teachers and false teachings. And one of the things about the true teachings of the Ascended Masters is that within their releases, within their dictations, there is a, an embedded truth. Uh, I believe that Mrs. Prophet referred to it as an engram. Here's more from Mrs. Prophet on that subject. The pearls of wisdom... The teachings, the dictations, the keepers of the flame lessons contain an engram, which is a pattern. It's a formula almost like a computer tape. When you get into this engram, it releases point by point certain cues of light within you. You can read a paragraph, and if you're not in attunement with a master and with your God presence, you'll read over the words, but 
The tape won't thread in your consciousness and you won't lower into your soul awareness the energy that the masters are releasing between the lines, behind the lines, in the inner blueprint of the message. The worded expression is designed to key you into the master's consciousness so that the master can pour into you a portion of himself. That's the real teaching. It's the word behind the words. And that's what you have to probe for. That's why you have to be in the Holy Spirit when you read, when you decree, when you commune with the masters. It says in the Bible that no man can confess that Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit. That's an amazing statement. It means you have to identify the Christed one by the action of the Holy Spirit. And you cannot identify that Christed one until you have the Spirit, which means you can't identify the true teacher from the false teacher. You have to identify the true and the false teacher by the Holy Spirit, by that inner communion. So the greatest teaching that the masters can give you is contact with your own Christ flame and a means of expanding that flame, the action of the violet flame, the application to the Christ flame within, increasing your Christ consciousness, increasing your discernment. Moria says, our courses of instruction are not presented as a one, two, three, do-it-yourself success formula. We are not interested in making business or in popularity with a mass consciousness, nor do we play up to the sick and dying ego grasping and gasping in the throes of a final thrust for recognition through the emotional or mental control of other egos. I've seen these people whose egos are sick, really sick, and they're in the stage of grasping, grasping for an identity before this sick ego completely succumbs and dies. And so they go after all the false teachers. They desert the masters because the masters haven't given them a formula for the control of others, for the elevation of themselves, giving them power over other people. People pursue spiritual teaching to have control and power over others, to be thought wise, to be elevated among their friends. They haven't made it any other way. They haven't gotten recognition by just being a good human being or being successful in school or contributing to the community. They don't have any point of worth or respect in their lives. So now they're going to get it by these powers. These are the ones who really get into the false teachers and get into the practice of black magic and witchcraft because it gives them this sense of power. Now they can get even with all these people that never paid them any attention, never recognized them, never acknowledged them. And they may not even seek outer acknowledgement. They may sit home and do incantations and release their energies and watch their enemies or their friends writhe and go up and down according to the kind of things that they are putting forth. I'm not speaking idly. I watch people constantly. I am so aware of those who are doing this. I have met them. I have talked with them. The masters have seen to it that their friends have told me about how when they have hatred for someone, they'll go home and get out this little black book and start making signs in the air and making motions and mixing potions, etc. 
It's a funny thing how I get on the inside of these things and get information brought to me from the strangest sources about what people are really doing. Here is the big statement of Moria. We do not promise to do for our chilas what they must do for themselves. Such systems involving the manipulation of aspects of the self appearing here and there as courses in auto-hypnosis, mind control, and the mechanical clearing of subconscious patterns or the records of past karma are but psychic hooks that have snared the souls of thousands. One and all these are but the mani-pollution, manipulation, mani-pollution, as the great divine director says, of those who are on an ego trip outside the living flame. Let them have their day, for the days of their ambition are numbered. Ah, yes, our writings contain the sacred formula, but for the formula to crystallize in the mind of the chila, there is a requirement. That requirement is the input of the chila, the sole ingredient. The chila must mix in the momentum of his own individualized God flame. Our discourses are distillations of the spirit. Like the many instant foods on the shelves of your supermarkets, our words are concentrates. You must take them home and add water. The water is the living word that flows freely from the fount of the Divine Mother. By God, you are the word incarnate. Shall we then add insult to injury by adding the water for you? Bah, Moria says. <laughs> Mix your own brew. That's the end of my quotes. The concept is very clear. The teachings of the masters come from the distillations of spirit, the plane of spirit, the top of the figure eight. They are the word. What do you provide to make this word practical? The flame that is below, the energy, the free will, the action of the mother. You add the water of the mother, flame, the water of the word of the mother, to the distillations of spirit, and that is the union of the alpha and omega, the spirit and matter, and in that union you attain the Christ consciousness. That's why we defined the philosopher's stone as the mother flame. The ancient alchemists actually thought the philosopher's stone was the Christ. They were right in part because the mother gives birth to the Christ. They didn't have the teaching of the mother or understand this ingredient of the white cube. But it is the mother in you that enables you to make the decision, act by your free will, move on your own, and get the distillations of spirit. <laughs> Could you sum that up for me? <laughs> oh my gosh! Talk about so, power packed. So much there. Well, you know, struck. Um, it's, a, it's a zipped file. Exactly. <laughs> Just add water, whatever yeah. the digital equivalent is of water. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I was struck with there, and again, we've heard it before, but it's worth saying again, according to what El Moria said, was that we do not promise to do for our chilas what they must do for themselves. Yeah, exactly. And I, I've shared this before, but the first dictation I ever heard is Mother Mary said, you know, we would not give you your ascension even if we could, because we wouldn't deny you the joy of your victory. Oh. Yeah, isn't it? So they're giving us the tools, the understanding, the wisdom, and then we put them to work and, and do what we need to do. 
Well, I think, again, in terms of our examination of false teachers and their teachings and their methods, here's another one of the keystones to that understanding is that the true teacher, the true master will not take your tests for you, will not even pretend to do that. I, I I have the vision of a of a three year old standing on a little stool trying to help, you know, the mother make some cookies or something like that, and the mother wanting to do it, but the child is absolutely determined to do this thing themselves, you know. I yeah. mean, and that's what that's what the ascended masters want us to do is they want us to learn how to make our cookies well, they, all by ourselves. They said we have to uh, exert ourselves. Yeah. yeah. To to assert. Are part of that process, and you know, and you know, you can if if that is not accomplished at that early age, it can really affect the rest of your life. I I know I, I talk to my wife occasionally, and she she will tell me of different things in her childhood where her mother didn't allow her to do certain things that would have been yeah. very key to her progression. You know, allow us to grow. Yeah, yeah. You know, <clears throat> I'd like to just shift for a minute, if I may, Tom. Mrs. Prophet talks about what some people do in affecting other people, basically black magic and witchcraft. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we do have to be aware that there are people on the dark side that know how to manipulate energy and so that other people can be vulnerable to that. And I know I, I spent some time in Africa in my early days working with a church group there, and I had Africans tell me about the witchcraft and black magic and the voodoo uh, that took place there, and people died. You know, it wasn't pretend. I mean, it was real. It's yeah. real. And so, just I, I want to say that because these signs and wonders, quote unquote, sometimes the false teachers can perform are just really manipulation of energy and not from God. And the second thing I want to say is this is why we advocate our prayers and calls to Archangel Michael every day for our protection yeah. so that you can't be subject to those things. And, you know, Archangel Michael will absolutely protect you from any black magic, witchcraft, negative thoughts, uh, energies, if you put on that armor of God, as it says in the Bible. So you, this is the equation of planet Earth, you know. It's a, it, it's a risky po- spot if you're not careful. And that's why the Masters have brought us the teachings of the need for protection, understanding, light, and what can happen on this planet. If you don't know the equation of planet Earth, you can't make the right decisions. If you don't know the equation of a true teacher and a false teacher, it's very hard to make the right decision. And knowledge is power. And, you know, we have, uh, for those that don't know how to make a, a very short call to Archangel Michael, we have one that we, we give when we practically get in the car and insert the key into the ignition. And it's Lord Michael before, Lord Michael behind, Lord Michael to the right, Lord Michael to the left, Lord Michael above, Lord Michael below, Lord Michael, Lord Michael, wherever I go. I am his love protecting here. I am his love protecting here. I am his love protecting here. That is the basis, the, the, the basis of protection. Right off the get-go, you know. It works for me. (laughs) It works for me. Well, I think, you know, all of us would state the fact that we believe we're still here today because of Archangel Michael and his protection. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to just shift the focus for a moment here. When we come back after a short break, if you recall from what you just heard in that last excerpt, there is a very distinct reason, one of many perhaps, but one of the more important reasons why people will take these teachings, embrace them, and then desert them. So I want to kind of tease what does Terry's question, you know, kind of give you a chance to kind of you know, expand on that a bit after a short break. So we're going to go away now for about two minutes. We'll be back for our final segment. Please stay with us. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. 
Those seeking a higher spiritual path question everything. It is the nature of a spiritual seeker. They look deeply at all world religions and know that there are nuggets of truth within them all. The Summit Lighthouse is a deep repository of spiritual wisdom delivered by the Ascended Masters through their messengers Mark and Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For over 50 years, we have brought seekers worldwide liberating teachings that include the violet flame, the creative power of sound, and a deep personal connection to the Masters of Light. The goal of our show is to bring you timely spiritual teachings that are practical and liberating. For a free download of one of our most popular books, go to www.summitlighthouse.org forward slash radio downloads. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Listening to The Open Door, brought to you by the Summit Lighthouse. Please send your comments or questions to webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to our show. And thank you for staying with us, everyone. We appreciate it. Today on The Open Door, as we did last week and will continue to do in coming weeks, we're talking about false teachers and false teachings. And one of the key points of today's show is that the false teacher wants you to become um, dependent upon them and their praise and whatever they're doing to polish your ego, the Ascended Master wants you to become independent of everything but your God consciousness. Now, along the way, we had discussed this this um, question, I think Terry had brought it up at the very beginning of the, actually before the show began, I think you brought it right. up off, off mic. But nonetheless, it's a very important question, and that is that when we realize we have these incredible teachings, we embrace them, we practice these teachings, we do everything that we can to make our ascension a reality, why can people take what they've understood from that and still go away from the path? You yeah. know, that, and that, that there are some reasons that are clear. There's some reasons that maybe are not quite so clear, easy to understand. So, Terry, take it away. <laughs> well, my, my question was, and, and I wrote this down before the show, why is it that people who have found these teachings and have practiced them for years suddenly break away and declare themselves, quote, unquote, messengers, and then try to recruit other students to become their chilas? And in that last segment from Elizabeth Clare Prophet, she answered it really, uh, and she said, people pursue spiritual teachings to have control and power over others, to be thought wise, to be elevated among their friends. They haven't made it any other way. So let's talk more about that and, and see how you we know, can You know, I think what that. is the motivation of the heart? In other words, some people have been attracted to these teachings because of the light here. Yes. You know, and they want some of that light and they want a piece of the action, so to speak. Um, others come here in, in deep humility out of their love for God and say, what is my next step to find God? And I think we reach, everyone reaches a point where they have to decide who's going to reign supreme in their temple. Is God going to reign supreme or is their ego going to reign supreme? And it takes a love of God to be willing to let go of your human, your human consciousness, to realize it's not really your true identity, it's something you've created, if you will, the sorcerer's apprentice, and it's not who you really are, and it can never inherit the kingdom of God or become the Christ. You have the light of God within you. That is your um, pathway to Christhood. You aren't going to lose your identity, you're going to gain your true identity. And so I think people reach a point where they don't love God more than they love 
you know, the difficulties or the challenges are letting go of their human consciousness. They need the praise of others to, to make them happy. You know, whereas the true yeah. Chila wants the presence of God, the feeling of God, the, the joy of God is what they want more than their human consciousness. And so people that study the teachings for many years may never have integrated them. And so because they've never integrated them, they become vulnerable down to that ego. The ego doesn't want to go. It's a fight, you yeah. know, to let go of the human. But if you love God more than you love your human consciousness, then you can make it home because you're willing to make the sacrifices and let go of those things that are unreal. There is a price to be paid for your ascension, and the price is getting rid of your human consciousness, which is the greatest bargain in the universe. <laughs> because your human consciousness is the spoiler. It ruins your life, and it's continually to ruin it lifetime after lifetime. Let's get rid of it so that we can be who we really are and make our way home to God. I mean, that, what, how is that even a price? I know. You know, yeah. God, here, take it. I'm, you know. Please. And, and it doesn't mean, you, you know, you've been a bad person because you've used your human consciousness to get around in the world. You know, we've needed that to a certain extent. Yeah. But once you reach a, cert, reach a certain point in the path, you're willing to let go of that because you love God more and you have that assurance that you're not losing your identity you're gaining your true identity. And, and you come to the feet of the masters with that attitude, too, because there's both humility and obedience involved in that equation. I was kind of struck by something that uh, Mrs. Prophet said, and this is actually preceding the quote that you read, Terry. Mm -hmm. That was that our courses of instruction, this is the Ascended Master courses, are not presented as a one, two, three, do-it-yourself success formula. We are not interested in making business or in popularity with the mass consciousness nor do we play up to the sick and dying ego grasping and gasping in the throes of the final thrust of recognition or the emotional control or mental control of other egos. I'm struck by that because it's often very easy to follow a certain pathway that's presented as a package deal. Here's what you're going to get. Here's what we're going to do for you. And here's at the end of this rainbow, you can have X, Y, Z. And, and of course, tremendous, how, how many quote-unquote spiritual teachers are promising material abundance? Exactly right. That's where I was just going with that. Yeah. yeah, and so God is not opposed to you having material abundance, but he is opposed to you having that be your God. Yeah. And you can't have no, you know, our God is a jealous God, and you cannot have other gods before him, including that of material abundance or another person. God has to come first. And only when God comes first can then that door be opened to really receive those other things. God loves us. He wants to have what we need. But don't go seeking, you know, the 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 crumbs from the table when you can have the loaf. Well, and it's, it's kind of a seductive thought to realize that there's a potential there for being popular within the context of the mass consciousness. But do we really want that? Does that really speak to those with attunement for this, these teachings in particular? Yeah, and, and you know, uh, what is it? Uh, money is the root of all evil, but the, the true quote is the love of money is the yeah. root of all evil, kind of. And, and I know from experience it's inconvenient not to have money. <laughs> you know, but. I've been there too, yeah. What, you know, God comes first. God knows. I mean, look at the lilies of the field. They neither toil nor spin. Yeah. You well, know, well, but the beauty they have. So, and, and I. I we understand that there are needs, um, especially when your car breaks down. But God understands that. There's a way. There is a way that you, you don't have to compromise who you are. And actually, when you when you begin to surrender portions of this human ego, the abundance will flow. It'll come to you. You break down the barriers for yeah. sure. You know, another point that she was making was that when you're reading the releases, the dictations of the masters, if, you're, if your consciousness and your Holy Spirit attunement is not in the right place, you'll miss it. The engram that's there, you'll just kind of go under your radar. <laughs> it's, 
you're being protected. Well, we've been told, and I, I read a couple of things that you know these pearls of wisdom, which are the weekly lessons that the masters we can get actually free uh, online from the Summit Lighthouse. Many of the dictations of the ascended masters, uh, they're written at 33 different levels. I've heard 40. Yeah, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. I heard 49. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm still working on one for most yeah, of them. Yeah. But, you know, what happens is you'll read it, and then sometime later, whether it's a year or 20 years, yeah. you read it again, it's a totally different impact yeah. and understanding on you. You know, bringing that up, I think you should just make a plug for really quick, the TSL.org. If you go to the website and to put in the search bar, Pearls of Wisdom, or put digital Pearls of Wisdom, sign up. Start getting them. It's free. Yeah, I mean they're they're amazing. These are the, the these are the words of the masters. Yeah, when I, when I first uh, came you know came across these teachings, they were mailed out for absolute free. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was it was wonderful. And I thought, well, now how did how can they afford to do that? You know, but the brother God can afford it. God can afford it. <laughs> He's got a checkbook. Well, and also if you want printed pearls, you can get those too for a small price. Yeah. But they're available. But you can get the digital pearls for free. If you want, tsl.org, Pearls of Wisdom. Check it out. You know, give, give it a try because what I found too, we have a, a, an abundance of teaching is the understatement of the year. I mean, for <laughs> decades, Mrs. Prophet and Mark Prophet brought forth these teachings. And, you know, what I have found, when you just start reading them, you'll find some key that you need right now today. Right. Whether it's an understanding, a perspective, a next step, something that will help you, or it's something that you can give to others that have a need. Well, and what did Mrs. Provitz say, that these teachings are distillations, concentrates? Yeah. If you want to get the full thing, just add water. <laughs> water, water of the, the Divine Spirit. Mother. You water know? of the yeah. Divine Mother. One of the pearls I just recently read had a, had a song that was based on a, an old song that you used to sing in your uh, previous <laughs> there's room on the cross yeah there's room on the cross <laughs> one of those songs anyway it was really sweet but yeah. the pearls are wonderful you you oh. got to you got to get You the know pearls. if you have a hunger for the word of god the, the abundance of these teachings you know they resonate you understand them they're they're jaw dropping sometimes mm-hmm. they're, they make you really think because it, they challenge some of the, the precepts that you've accepted as gospel. You know, we're talking about false teachings. We can't forget the false teachings of Christianity. True. The lie that Jesus was the only one and the only son of God. That is just not true. We all have our Christ selves within us. We're walked, intended to follow the path of Jesus. That is a false teaching that's kept many of us back for 2,000 years. And I think we've said this before and not meaning to be facetious in the least. When you get before the karmic board and realize the truth... You can be a bit upset. Yeah. So the truth <laughs> is out there. Seek it and God will bring it to you. Indeed. And if you have any questions, mm-hmm. you can contact us at webradio at tsl.org, webradio at tsl.org. And thank you, Terry. And you're thank welcome. you all for being here and listening to this program, whether you're hearing it live or on the archives, whatever the case may be. This is important information. And the masters are there to serve you and to serve your independence. So go the upward path may sometimes be difficult. The rewards are are out out of this this world. world. God bless you, everyone. Till next week, be well. Bye-bye. Thank you again for joining us this week. Remember, tell your friends and family that they can listen to us live each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and Noon Mountain on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about The Open Door and The Summit Lighthouse, please visit our website, www.tsl.org. We'll see you again next week.